It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. Hey, here we are. It's the ultimate Cleveland sports show on a Tuesday. We are back again. Me and G Bush. Brad in today. Brad, how are you? I'm doing good, Bull. How are you? I'm great. Are you ready for the playoffs? The NBA playoffs? It's that time of year. Brad, you got to when you can bring the drop top out. Drop top. Well, you bring the drop what top the drop out in the top? spring. That's for the 80s, man. <laughs> what is the drop top? I don't know what that is. <laughs> Brad, like, listen, bro. I don't have a drop I top. Stop kids. playing I with me kids now. before people start. <laughs> my drop top money is in Maryland. <laughs> yeah, like, I got kids now. <laughs> you tell about what is that? What does that mean? Drop top? A convertible. You tell about oh. you tell about a time before yeah, yeah, you when say, I was young. That was yeah, yeah. That's all gone. That's all gone. Those days are long behind us. I was young. All right, a lot to get to today. We're going to do a Cavs-Knicks draft, uh, essentially ranking the top 10 players between the two teams as the Cavs get ready to play their first playoff series without LeBron in a very, very long time. Uh, it starts Saturday at 6 p.m. We have the play-in game starting today, so we'll get into all that. We'll get to the Guardians. I was looking uh, ugly early, but uh, they, they pull one out late. And uh, so plenty to get to today, but we begin... Before, well, we'll begin with the Browns in a second. Some news on Deshaun Watson and some news on Greg Newsom that just kind of started brewing in the last half hour. First, let's get to my bet because I crapped the bed yesterday. You crapped the bed. You were riding with me in my anti-Orioles this week. I mean, anti-A's today. We'll get to that in a sec. But first, I need to tell everybody that Bulls Bet of the Day is brought to us by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. It is the place to be for every single game. Right now is the perfect time to join Bet River Sportsbook because when you use deposit code SPORTS, you receive a second chance bet up to $500. You can get it on all the action with weekly specials on your favorite sports like basketball and hockey to help you win big. Check them out at betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today for the latest lines, odds, and boosts. And Aditi Kikabwala will make her debut on my Bet Rivers podcast, The Bullpen with Adam the Bull, tomorrow. Uh, she'll be on the podcast. We look forward to that. The bet I lost yesterday. I had the Padres. They got. They ended up getting smoked by the Mets. I think it was four nothing or whatever it was. Uh, but today's bet. Here we go. You got it. I'll take the Orioles minus a run and a half. They've got young pitcher Grayson Rodriguez making. Uh, Grayson Rodriguez. That sounds wrong in my head. Grayson Rodriguez, right? Why does yeah. that sound wrong in my head? Because it's two different names. Grayson sounds like a, a like middle, a, like a middle of the hoity toady dude. That like goes from Avon to, Lake. Yeah, or, he, a Rocky River. And Rodriguez. Or, and Rodriguez don't is, sound like a guy from Avon Lake. He's from the mean streets of Puerto Rico. Yeah, right. I don't know why. That's why it sounded wrong in my head. But it is actually his name. <laughs> it's his second major league start. Uh, obviously, the Athletics are as awful as I thought they'd be. What are they now? Two and ten? Two and eight? Two and nine? Something like that? I only know what they are against the one and a half spread yeah. line, which, by the way, I'm up seventy-four dollars so far. Nice. They've been two and eight. They're bets. two and eight. They're two and eight, and they won their first game, so they've lost eight of nine since then. Wow. Uh, all right. So uh, Orioles will win by two or more runs today, guys. Let's get right to it. Some news brewing from the Browns. Number one, Deshaun Watson. First ball. Before we talk yeah. any Browns, we got to remind you about Lincoln Electric. Oh, Lincoln Electric do. is our sponsor of Brown Talks. Lincoln Electric now hiring for great jobs. The experts in all manufacturing and welding fields of electric needs. Lincoln Electric, check them out. Let's talk all right. about Watson. Yeah, let's talk. Uh, we'll get to Greg Newsom and what's kind of brewing with him. But but first, Deshaun Watson. Um, so there's two, you know, we've kind of forgotten about all the off-the-field stuff because it's mostly been settled. But there are still two remaining civil cases. In terms of Deshaun Watson's ability to play, I believe they're a non-factor. I think they're all they're they're all incorporated in his suspension that's already now behind him. Uh, but he does have to, from a legal perspective, deal with these two cases that are still going on. There was supposed to be a deposition yesterday. Apparently, 
um, the other lawyer. Is it the same guy still, or is this a different lawyer? Different, different. This is not Busby. Do you want me to give different. you the kindergarten explanation? Yeah, of what go happened ahead. Real yeah, quick? yeah, right. Uh, we spoke to two lawyers yesterday to help us dive yeah. into this because I am not a legal expert. Steve, you have this and your next graphic. But there was initially a deposition set for April 6th. That's last Thursday. Yeah. The plaintiff's attorney was sick, so they had to reschedule. Yeah. The plaintiff's attorney asked to have it held yesterday on the 10th, a day they knew Watson would be unable to attend. <laughs> why was he unable? To, why would he be unable to Those attend? Those details we were not know. out, but okay. it was a day that they had agreed upon previously that that was not something that would work gotcha. for Watson's so schedule. He's playing games. The Texas judge then quashed that motion, said, no, we're not going to make Deshaun be at that April 10th right. deposition hearing. That's what the quash means. Yeah. It just kind of delays it, pushes it down the road. The new date for that deposition is yet to be determined. However, it is a tough look for the plaintiff's attorney intentionally picking a day that was previously agreed upon that Watson would be unable to attend, and now this just gets kicked I mean, down the line. I, it's all lawyer tricks next. and nonsense. They're just, you know, they're just trying to get more money in their pockets. I don't know. Do we make anything of this? To me, it's nothing with nothing. Brad, anything from you? What no, you? I, I think that uh, they, they will agree upon a date in the future that they both can attend to. Right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's not that he's getting out the deposition. He's going he's gonna to be deposed at some point in time here. It's probably a, a one-day, two-day max deposal in what I'm thinking. And then, and then it's just going to go its normal course. Yeah. So I don't. I'm making more out of it than it is. Are you guys surprised that uh, they haven't been able to settle these last two cases? Because you think no. at this well, point they'd want to settle. No, I, 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 I'm listening to Watson's attorney. He said we're not paying any more cases that we don't think that there was that the people think that we're guilty on. Right? Yeah. He said I'm not doing that no more. Right? I, I would just assume though, at some point, if you're Watson, you just like with the original settlement, you just no, nah, because some on. of the stuff Bull I saw that yeah. some of the stuff that's coming out of their camp that I'm reading, yeah. reading, reading online, yeah. are like this is real, real the real fishy stuff going on here, right? These two cases, yeah, yeah. It's like, at least it's one. Okay. Oh, it's not yeah. the same lawyer for these two remaining cases. No, this this one in particular is for the twenty sixth accusation, who is the one not represented by Tony Busby. Okay, so there's still one left out there with Busby. There's one Busby, one and then this Busby. guy is it a set different yeah. attorney with a different woman? Okay. Yeah, I, I'm. You know, some at some point you just say, "No, I'm not doing that." <laughs> like, you know, you want to you want to get everything done and out the way, bull. But you know, sometimes. When you you look at the you know the case that's put in front of you and you you hear some of the, I guess details of it, you're like, like come on man, like you, and then you know they you know it just seems like a lawyer that's playing tricks, trying to play he's trying to play the the Busby role, like he's looking at his playbook, seeing if that playbook will work. Now if you already decided that the man can't be there, <laughs> why would you say I'm sick? But then you, <laughs> I'm sick today, but tomorrow. When would you like to reschedule tomorrow? Uh, you, you do know we've already said we were, we can't be here on that day. It so is, it, yeah. it's, 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 you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, they'll deal with it. Um, I don't think it's a big deal. No, I just think it's the normal goings of what you're talking about with lawyers. Like you said, yeah. at, no one should be fooled. It's all about getting the maximum amount of dollars in this case at the end of the day. And the, right. the, the more the lawyer gets uh, for the plaintiff, the more he stands to make or he or she stands to make so right and and that doesn't necessarily mean we and we don't know at, at this point i'll be honest i'm not paying attention to these two specific cases as you can tell i i just i wanted to be behind and so we could just completely move on but uh ultimately it is all about money which is obvious because it's not a criminal case it's a it's a civil case the only result here is that Deshaun Watson's going to have to pay money or not pay money. I mean, there's nothing else that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So ultimately, you would think they'd want to settle. But maybe, as you say, maybe this one particular case with this other. They obviously, if nothing else, Rusty Harden thought the original cases, or at least many of them, had some level of merit, or he wasn't able to disprove them because they agreed to settle. Uh, if this one is so ridiculous, I I, I, I I don't know that that's the case either. In the level of merit, I don't yeah. think is the case. I think at some point he made a decision to just, just move it behind. Just move okay, behind. I mean that's right, fair. Right, we don't know. Right. Who, so, who knows what the hell happened? I think everybody here is. Let's be honest. I think most people here don't care at this point. Right, I, right. I think everybody just kind of wants to move on. It's not the same type of urgency as it was last year. No, well, no because there's no, no. suspension hanging no. out there's there. No, that's no. over. There's, there's and no I think, I, and I think, from what I'm, what I'm picking up here, I think there's 
there's a difference between the two cases here. Right? It seems that way. This yeah. one here seems to be on another scale, and the other one is is yeah. totally different. Uh, this was one that was one of the originals, and she was like, "I'm not taking a plea on yeah. this. I'm not cutting a deal with this. Right? right. We're going all the way on this. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. What was that, Mikey? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Uh, when we talk about Newsom, our, our guy Brad, who we like, it, it's getting ugly out there for him. Newsom has responded to his tweet. Mary oh, Kay has come out. Do we, are we done with Watson? Are we ready to move on? To yeah, the I, think we're, I yeah, think yeah. we're all ready to move on. Yeah, yeah. let's get to so, this new joint. All right, so <laughs> let, me, let, let me set this up with what you haven't seen in the last few minutes. All right, well, let me start the beginning part. Okay. Because I, I, I can get there. So Brad Stainbrook is a young guy. I don't know Brad. Uh, he, he covers – he's been – in the last year, I would say, started to make a little bit of a, a name for himself covering the Browns, and good for him. He's a young guy. Is he still in college? I believe he's still in college. So he's a young guy. All right, he's trying to, you know, come up here. Trying to cut his teeth a little and bit. And I'll be honest, you know, like, if I don't know you, is it like, I, I've been covering the Browns here for 12 years. I didn't know who he was when he first started. I didn't really give him any credibility in the beginning because I didn't know who the hell he was. And then a couple, about a month ago, whatever it was, he, he actually had the story about the Brown signing Hurst. He yes. broke that story. Mm-hmm. He was the first one that had it. So I, I put out a tweet there. I think you did too. Yeah. We gave him a little props yeah, to that. Yeah, threw him a bone. So good for him. He broke that story. It gave him at least some level of credibility in terms of covering the Browns. Well, today he tweeted this out. And this was uh, at 10.27, which is 44 minutes ago. Since source, Brown's Greg Newsom would like to be traded. Now, he didn't say he's demanded a trade, but he said he'd like to be traded. And this was not, it was weird timing in a way because they just announced, I think yesterday, that, they, that Greg Newsom was hosting a charity softball game with the Browns. And even though there'd been some rumblings in the past that Greg Newsom was unhappy in playing the slot corner role, I think we all thought it was behind us, so this seemed odd. Now, he did sign with Drew Rosenhaus, mm-hmm. who's obviously a big-time power agent. When did he do that? Today. So, About 10 minutes before Brad tweeted that out, for the record. We, right, exactly. Welcome, mm. Greg Newsom. There's Drew, Drew Rosenhaus. That was hey. right. So then, then 10 minutes later, Brad puts that out. Hey. Then Adam Schefter puts out this tweet. You got the Adam Schefter tweet here, the first one? I have one? all the tweets. As soon okay. as you start going, we'll pull all it All right, up. so bring up the Adam Schefter tweet. Yeah, about 10 minutes after Brad Stainbrook put, put that out, he said, um, uh, Schefter says, amid speculation, amid speculation that his client, Greg Newsom, wants to be traded, agent Drew Rosenhaus met today in Cleveland with the, the team to discuss Newsom's future role there. Quote, Greg is happy to be with the Browns, Rosenhaus said. Everything was very positive. And Greg is happy with his. Do we have a continuation of that or no? No, it's the new Twitter update. But he's very yeah. happy with his role in the Browns. Is what that. Goes and he's, on it to was say. expected to be at all, the first offseason, you know, OTAs is this coming Monday. That's correct, or or next Monday. Next, it next is week. on Monday, and he is expected. And he's expected to be there. To be there. Okay. Now, <laughs> since then, here's what you've missed. Yeah. Well, Greg Newsom responded to Brad's tweet no, himself. Let's good. take the Greg Newsom tweet, Anthony. Pull it up. This is what Greg Newsom said in response to this. Okay, y'all. Sit back a minute and let's think about this together. I just launched a softball grave in Cleveland. Laughing face emoji. I'll just leave it there. Yeah. It didn't It didn't make sense. Um, Mary Kay has also come out explicitly, yes. and you can take Mary Kay's tweet, Anthony, cut to it live, saying Brown's Greg Newsom has not asked to be traded. So I think we're going to put it officially to rest that Greg Newsom yeah, has I, not requested a trade. Okay, well, that's good. I, Brad dropped the ball here. But I will, I yeah. will say that there is some semantics here. There's there a, is, there is a, semantics. It's a, it's a lot to be said fair. that he didn't ask for a trade. He said he would like to be traded in, according to what Brad says. So my thing here is, I mean, yeah, it's bad timing for Greg because they just got here today. And they they trying to maneuver, trying to get settled. Like they trying to be like, hey, 
Because here at, at this point, Bull, what good would it, would it be to ask for a trade right now, right before the draft? Right. It, it's It feels to me like, listen, I, I'm sure Brad is just coming up. I, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I doubt he just made this up out of thin air. Yeah. Okay? I, probably somebody told him that Greg Newsom would like to be traded. Now, he probably should not have tweeted that out. Because he didn't demand the trade. Right, right, right. And the, the, with the softball thing yesterday. And, and yeah, you see him hire Drew Rosenhaus. <laughs> so I could understand the connection there. Brad probably would have been better off not tweeting that. Because, yes, maybe he does want to be traded. But, but he's not. if he's not asking for a trade, it's not really a story. And Brad. You know, let me tell you, let me give you a quick example. Sorry to cut you off. But there was a player. <laughs> I'm not going to say it was. I've mentioned this story a couple times. But I don't know if I've said it here. I'm, I'll never admit who the player was. But there was a player who played for the, the then Indians for a long time here. Okay? And I met him in spring training a couple of years in a row. And we were talking off the air. And he goes, man, I hate it in Cleveland. He wanted to be out. He never said it publicly. He never demanded a trade. He played here for a while. He was a popular player. And then he got up out of here. And, and eventually he left via free agency. But you would have, ne- nobody ever, this was, this never became public. I wasn't going to tweet out, this player wants out of here. I, and, and again, he told me something in confidence, but sometimes you may want something. That's, there's, there's a big jump from want to be traded to demanding to be traded. I want a million dollars, but I'm not going to demand Steve Becker pays me a well, million dollars. Well, that, that's different. I, think that, I don't think that's a perfect example, but I think Brad probably dropped the ball here. Well, well, see, you, not you, Brad. You, Brad but, you, you, yeah. No, no, Brad, sometimes, this is why I don't break, I don't break, I don't break news. Don't break I'm news. an opinion guy. Yeah. And sometimes <laughs> a lot of people give you a lot of stuff that you know yeah. that, that is useless. That's facts. right. Here, yeah, let me let me <laughs> this is, this, it's, it's crazy. a lot going on here. You're right. Yeah. So yeah. Drew Rosenhaus is a guy that's gonna play hardball with the Browns. Note to the Browns and Bria. <laughs> this is it. this smoke is coming your way. Oh, eventually. It's, oh. it's just not right oh. now. But the smoke the smoke is coming your way. Yeah. News to everybody else out here in, in fan land. A lot of players don't like where they are. That's <laughs> right. They don't. That's right. They don't say nothing. Yeah. They're like, man, this ain't my type of place. That's right. I'm a Seattle guy. <laughs> I'm not from no Midwest. Yeah. I'm trying to get back out that way. Right. I'm from down 100%. south. <laughs> that, that's how 100%. they do. Right? That's a, this not is, uncommon. It's not uncommon. That's right. right. G Newsom. <laughs> you be careful here, son. <laughs> hey, <laughs> be careful here, son, because. You drop words like this, yeah. that comes out before the draft. Yep. Now, yep. when I'm in the draft room, I'm looking side-eyed at Greg Newsom. Like, like, like let me see what's happening. Is this is this a uh, salvage job? A Rosen house? Man. Because look. now, I go to the draft board. Maybe I wasn't thinking corner. Yep. Yeah, look. Maybe I'm thinking of corner. Yeah. I still wouldn't line. trade. I'm not trading no, but him. I'm going to sit here. Yeah. I have to prepare here. When sure. you get caught blindsided, is how you get done and, up here. And I think, <laughs> and, and let's be clear, man. See, this is why I love this outlet. Look, hey, I ain't got to, I'm speculating. I'm just reading the tea leaves. What right. you mean? This is what I do for a living. Look, man. Be careful. Hey, when, when they put his name in that Jerry Judy, when they had his name in a Jerry Judy mix, it was almost like, oh, for real? Uh, I'm in a Jerry Judy trade. Nah, uh, here's what we're going to do. Give me Drew Rose in the house. So they got Drew's now mind you this is the same kind of move Duke Johnson did Duke Johnson when he was here. He was behind all them running backs. Remember mm-hmm. <laughs> he was behind <laughs> Kareem Hunt and Chubb. They was like Duke Johnson. I'm sorry, bro. You not he got Rosenhaus and what he did. He came out during camp and he was talking about I'm gonna sit out now. Here's the thing Newsom don't have leverage right now. Mm-hmm. The only way leverage he gets is if he gets to camp and if he gets to camp and yeah. say Emerson gets hurt, right? He can do something, but if he gets to camp and he's still slotted in here, the yeah. only leverage he has is to sit out Le- here. I, I here. listen. He he's not a good enough player to sit out. <laughs> he, he is not a good enough player to sit. He ain't sitting out. He's not being disparaging. Uh, yeah, I'm like here. You, you, let me tell you where you are. Yeah, New, let me tell you where you are. I like. You a good up and coming dude, yeah, like, yeah. But you still want to prove it, yeah. Right, I mean, right. he's a nice player. Right. That's but... like me demanding. <laughs> That's like me the time I demanded more time in Chicago. <laughs> I'm demanding time. <laughs> oh, you're demanding what? Yes. 
more time. Right, right. <laughs> it, but yeah. but it's but but here's the thing. Here's here's the ticket. And why is and here's the thing. Here's, yeah. here's why it's believable. Right. You was drafted number one, so your first round pick. It, Brad to tell you, it's a certain level of moxie. It's a certain level of arrogance that come. I am a first round pick. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. that, that lasts about 30 seconds after you get through the door, <laughs> but keep coming. The audacity, <laughs> the, the, the audacity to have this man, Martin Emerson, who's very good. I don't know. See, yeah. I don't think I'm gonna be honest. I don't think Greg Newsom saw Martin Emerson was like, oh, this dude. Different. He wasn't worried. He wasn't. He this dude different. And then yeah. Emerson came in and never relinquished no. that spot. And Greg Newsom actually had a decent season. Like yeah. he's a good player. Yeah. But like we like Greg Newsom. He Greg Newsom. Listen, I think it's clear Greg Newsom didn't demand to be traded. It's clear he's not a hundred percent happy. You don't hire Drew Rosenhaus. For no reason. If everything was all good, bull. And 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 he's. It's not like he's negotiating a new deal. He's only. He's only through two years of his four-year deal. Or actually, and five potential five. Potential, potential five. five. So it's not like they can. They can't even negotiate an extension right now. Nowhere. So, so obviously, there's some reason. So I don't think Brad is completely wrong here. Uh, Greg Newsom, we know in the past has not been completely happy. And he hired Drew Rosenhaus. He just jumped I out just, the window too early. Yeah, I just he jumped out too early. Yes, he needs an advocate for the things that you were about to talk about. He don't want to be in that slot. That's right. They he don't make as be, much he money. Wanna be, he want to be right on one-on-one coverage. That's where he want to be. Yeah. But he doesn't have. He need a mouthpiece for that. Yeah. Right. 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 He not doing. He not doing my man in Baltimore's move. Right. He's like I'm because, not speaking for my. Because daughter. Rosenhaus, what he can do, Rosenhaus can go back to other teams and say, hey. Hey, uh, I, got, I, I got, got Greg I got, Newsom. He's the number one corner, corner for you. What would you think he worth? And, and yeah, he could put the two sides together. But the Browns, they're not even thinking about negotiating. They're like, you're going to show up to camp. That's it. And you're going to do, do what you're you going to do. We're going to do. And Drew and Drew Rosenhaus, like, he, you know, he's not going to say, yeah, Greg's not a, a, not happy because mm. everybody else can be like, who gives a crap if Greg Newsom's happy? He, he, as you said, like with the Ravens, we were talking about this. If Lamar Jackson plays, We'll probably predict him to win what eight games, maybe nine, maybe mm-hmm. even ten. Yep. Without him, we're picking him to win four or five or six. The Browns win. Greg Newsom's a nice player. We all like him. We're not changing our win-loss prediction based no. on whether Greg Newsom's on the team or not. No, doesn't change a single game. See, now in time is different too. Like the team, the morphed. Like yeah, you like before it was like we used to go crazy over minuscule parts. Oh and, yeah. And, oh, these defensive. We need him to play now. And now you got a quarterback. Now it's like, well, I mean, you know, shout, shout out to my boy uh, G Newsom for being strategic. Though. Oh, yeah, you got to be strategic now because you got to everybody got to represent their own interests. Yes. yes. G, Greg Newsom is the CEO of Greg Newsom, right? <laughs> Jimmy Haslam is the CEO of the Cleveland Browns, right? And the is the CEO of the coaching staff, right? So several, everybody got to represent their interests here. And sometimes you have, if you can't do it directly, you have to get a, uh, a mouthpiece to do it for you. And the only reason, only reason he made, see, he made, so, so, so Brad made a misstep. Greg Newsom made a misstep. When he was tweeting back and forth with people and they was asking him questions and he was saying no. Yeah. No, nah, you, you, you. He made a mistake there. No he doubt. Should, right. He should have not said nothing. Well, clarify just, that for people that might not know what you're talking about. So, so Greg Newsom was tweeting back and forth with, with individuals, and he said, "Hey, are you you gonna play the slot?" And he said, "No." Then he doubled down doing it a couple of weeks later. Like right. somebody came back and asked him again, like, "So you cool with playing the slot?" No. Now here's the problem with that. You should have just went and got Drew Rosenhaus and chilled. That's right. If you would have did that. See, every we wouldn't know what was going on. Maybe some savvy fans, but the organization wouldn't know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Again, G, as you said, there's. Uh, we'll go to you a second, Mike. There's levels to this thing. Levels. Lamar Jackson's on this level. Lamar Jackson, pretty much, can say whatever the hell he wants. Yep. And eventually, like the Ravens, at, at the very least, he could take the franchise tag. Like people want Lamar Jackson. He's a superstar. He's won an MVP. Yeah, he's had some injury problems. Play hasn't been quite as good, but he's still up here, okay? Greg Newsom, you're basically just a guy. I mean, a nice player, potential. We like him. Nobody wants to get rid of him. But nobody, like, you can't stir the pot and be a pain in the ass when you're Greg Newsom. I mean, even Jalen Ramsey got traded. <laughs> Jalen right. Ramsey, he, his name is his name is probably on name brand recognition. Yeah. Probably the number one corner when right. you say. Well, name. you have to think that he Greg, got traded. Greg Newsom knows where his strong suits are, right? And yeah. He's saying me playing in the slot is not helpful to my long term career. 
I've got to get back to that. Yeah. I've got to get back to that one-on-one coverage. Right. Is where I where I'm gonna thrive at. Right. That's what I get that. I, and, and maybe I, the Browns. I, and maybe I the Browns feel that. that way too. And maybe they will trade him, but they're not gonna have their hand for it. It's, it's like, like it's news. like telling Brad. You know what? We 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 want you to play for seventy-five percent of the time. You like? I like what? What did you say? For, no, four. I, I'm said, down there uh, crashing with them. I, I them. said, you want me to do what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Like you looking around, like that ain't gonna I get it done. Some spot time, <laughs> but, not seventy five. But, but we're gonna we're not gonna you're not gonna small ball me up out, out here. <laughs> All right, let's see what Mikey has to say about this. Go ahead, Mikey. Yeah, Brad, I actually have a question about that, and this question comes from us from the USFL. If you haven't checked out the summer football league coming to Canton, Ohio, and around the country, make sure you check him out. The USFL, a major form of entertainment this summer. And Brad, this was going to be something we talked about tomorrow, but while you're here and Newsom is in the news, I might as well ask you. As a former player, and Gigo just alluded to that, how would you want your coaches to approach you about that conversation? Put yourself in Newsom's shoes. How would you want Stefanski and Schwartz to approach you about playing the slot? And or how should that conversation go from the player-coach perspective? Well, I would say this from the, from the player-coach perspective, I would have the player has no idea. He's swimming. He doesn't know mm-hmm. what the game plan is. How are you going to help me get better? Because I got to eat here. I got to feed families and everything else, right? So I got to. How are you helping me? Because you want me to go out here and run myself into this brick wall for you. How you? The coach should really pull him to the side. And be like, look, man, this is what I need out here, right? Stay with me. I got your best interest at heart here. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Give me what you got, right? And you gonna it's gonna be okay. Somebody gotta tell him it's gonna be okay. But hasn't that already happened? Because he did it last year. A lot of time. Let me tell you this, bull. Yeah. Them coaches don't say nothing to you. No, you may be right, but if that was gonna happen, it should have happened last year. Yeah. Well, slot last year. Well, you're expecting Stefanski to be some veteran. These are veteran moves. Stefanski. Stefanski just started talking this offseason. Right. He had cue cards before. These are veteran veteran moves, Mikey. So a veteran coach will pull you to the side, right, and say here. I'll give you a case in point. I keep going. I always go back to Maryland basketball. Brenda Fees, coach of Maryland, went basketball, went to Diamond Miller and said, when everybody was bailing out of here, Angel Reese and it was bailing out of here, you stay with me. It's going to be okay. I'm going to get you where you're trying to go, which was the WNBA. Last night, Diamond Miller was the number two draft in the WNBA draft last night. Nice. Because yeah. stay with me. I'm going to get you where you want to go. That's the conversation a real veteran coach. Yeah. She's been in the game 21 years, has to tell a player, like, I got your interest at heart. Right. Well, now they got Jim Schwartz at D.C., so maybe that conversation, if it didn't happen, will happen now. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead with that. That Jim Schwartz, who said that comment? Did you say Jim Schwartz? I I said Jim Schwartz is there, which changes everything. It's not the Joe Woods conversation. It's the Mm. Jim Schwartz conversation. I remember Tim Kish was from, he was from Arizona. He came to OU. He he came there after other, other coaches left, right? And he had us playing attacking upfield. I'm like, man, this is great. (laughs) <laughs> this is what I do. I don't want. I ain't trying to play the run like that. I need to because quarter sacks is where it get it done. Right. And then we got another after we played that year. We went one and something. They got up him up out of here quickly. <laughs> one and something. Bye. <laughs> and then he got went, got the job at Indiana. And I'm like, dang man, I, I learned firsthand what the coach of fraternity was. Yeah. Right at Indiana, my boy got him that I played college with. He's like, yeah, bro. He got us out here getting touched too. So uh, yeah. Then they brought in Tim DeRuder. Now Tim DeRuder. Uh, was at OU, but he eventually went on to coach Von Miller at Texas A&M. See, coach be everywhere. So when we got Tim DeRuder, he came in and was like, he just was like, oh, you talk too much. <laughs> you, you, you talk way too much, bro. You be talking like, like I don't care how many plays you make. You talk way too much, and you be injured. And I'm like, oh, for real? They're like, oh, and he's like, yeah, and for real. So now I'm looking at him. Like, well, my position is threatened because now I'm like, a, I'm getting up there. I'm a sophomore. I'm a red shirt junior at this point. They got young boys, young pups coming in. Young they boy. starting to recruit from other different positions, head other different a, states. Head on a swivel. And now I'm looking around <laughs> like, yo, what's the deal? So now you going out. Now you got to practice harder. Yeah. Now you now, now you got to put your head down. You nope. got to come in front of sprints because now don't the coach necessarily don't get hurt. Don't, don't get be hurt. in the tr- necessarily. They don't have to like you like that. They didn't recruit you. So when you look at Greg Schwartz, they come in all of a sudden G knew is like this. <clears throat> if I'm at that nickel position, if I perform too well at nickel, 
<laughs> he like he's gonna keep me there, yeah. right? So it's a, so even even <laughs> even if it was Joe Woods, if Joe Woods knew him, he could be like, yeah, I don't know. He, we seen tape on him on the outside, right? Can we maybe we should bring him to the outside? They ain't gonna outright cut you. But when you got a new coach, everything's a blank slate. Mm. And when you inside, you got to think of it like this. Tyvis said it the other day. He said, you part of the run fit. The, 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 the slot corner is yeah. integral let, let, to the run fit. Let. And he's been slighter frame. He's been injury prone. Yeah. Do you want to be coming up hitting these so, big backs? So, so no. to, to, your, to your point, for a guy like Newsom, let me tell you something. This is how you get longevity and pay. One, all right, so maybe they have you playing out of the position you want to play. Well, guess what? Ball out at that position. Mm-hmm. Give them the business, right? Even though you're mad about it, give them the business. Yeah. The other thing, be available for every game. I'm, that's, I'm not that's missing, huge. I'm not missing yeah. the game here. Yeah. Third thing is, y'all win some games. You yep. win some games. Now you're giving Rosenhaus the ammunition you need. Right, right, now right. go out and shop this. My yeah. man, now he's not happy. Right. He's he part, of, he part I, of a number of top five defense. And I think it's an interesting point you bring up, G, that like, you know, we're all, you, you, you want, when you're a player at whatever level, you want your you want your team to have success, but you want to have individual success. Right. You want to make money. I right. get it. And he if he and it's an interesting thought that he's like, well, I better not play too well at, <laughs> at slot because then I'm going to stuck there for the rest of my career. And I'm not going to make as much money. However, I think he's in a point in his career where if he doesn't play well enough, right. like he's guaranteed. That's why I said he has to. He, he has to think play, about well, that. He has like, to right. ball out. He's got to play well. Right? Yes, hundred period. Yeah. Got to be available for every game. Period. Yeah. And, 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 and the second that's thing that's been is, a huge issue for the Browns secondary. And then the last the thing is, the Browns have to win. Yeah. You put those three things together. Guess what? Now in the offseason, like, nah, I don't think I'm gonna do this anymore. Because I then think, we point. Because then other teams say, well, I want that guy. He's part of a winning culture. Well, then the he other thing is, the other thing is, now you have a guy say, well, hold on, he's valuable now because he can play the slot. He can play the one. Well, that's right. That's true. He's, oh, like, he's, he's a valuable piece. He's, now. he's shown some different. And the cool, the cool and thing, and he's young. You can't think of <laughs> yeah. it. You can't think of it that like I don't people tell me like man like the the stuff y'all think about on a daily basis. I don't think about they be like what you mean? Well, I'm at a different point in my life. I'm just trying to get it. So like the stuff y'all think about <laughs> when y'all go talk to management when I go talk to management it's two different things at certain points in your career. You just got to put your head down and ball. That's it. Like you got to I'm That's in right. my drive phase. I ain't, I ain't coasting. I ain't, listen, people talk about some hit, guy hit me up. He said, what, what are you doing with your 401k? I said, I didn't even know I had one <laughs> at this point. What you talking about? Like I still got time to go. So Greg Newsom. Yeah, you might not really want to be there today. But like you said, when 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 you start to win ball games and you start to show you already got tape showing that you could play outside, nice. right? When they start shifting you around, moving you around and the Browns are successful. Guess what? They're going to have you looking around. They say, man, this guy, we can bring him up. We got the number one corner on the board. Let He'll me, probably leave in free agency, but it is what it is. Let me tell you who stay working in professional sports. Who stays working in professional sports? Those that can do multiple things. Yep. You can do a number of things. You become a valuable asset. The longer you get in the tooth, he can do that. He can do this. Yeah. He can do that. But when you're a one-dimensional person and that dimension runs dry, yeah. you're going to run dry. Go ahead, Mikey. What do you got? So we can officially close the saga on this Stainbrook, Schefter, Newsom uh, debacle yeah. this morning. Brad just tweeted out this, Steve, take it full. He notes zapped it. I would like to apologize to Greg Newsom regarding my latest report. My goal is to be accurate and correct, and today I failed to view the entire picture, and instead I jumped the gun. To be 100% clear, I was told Greg Newsom wanted to be traded. I will never reveal where I got that information from, but I would have never even reported it in the first place if I didn't trust where I was getting information from. I am confused on why someone would lie to me regarding that information, but I will continue to improve and learn from this mistake. Again, I apologize to Greg Newsom regarding this report. Hey, Brad good for Stanbrook. him. So good for him yeah. for good owning for him. up. A lot of guys, a lot of guys, and he's a young up-and-comer, and good for him, and I wish him the best. And nobody should just try to destroy his career for this. Yeah. He, he made a little mistake. It's not a tragic mistake. And I, I think a lot of people won't, uh, you know, admit when they make a mistake. Good for him. And, and listen, here's the thing. And, and here's what I, I, I would, here's what I would talk to him about. I learned this. I learned this one way. To, well, I didn't even learn the hard way. I just learned it. I said, look, when 
you know, there's all kind of people that behind the scenes will give me information. Mm -hmm. What I do is I go to the Mary Kay's. I go uh, uh, to the Daryl Riders. I go to some of those individuals and be like, hey, um, are y'all kind of hearing this? What you think about this? Right. Do you know this person? How do how well do you think this person is reputable? Right. And even if they got some conflicting information, at least I know. Because right. here's the thing. Those guys been in the game. If you know about it, they know about it. Right? In if, most cases. In most cases. I did break the Terry Franco. Yeah. If you know about it, they've heard at least some whispers of <laughs> Nobody it. Nobody right? had heard it when I when I mentioned well, it. Adam Nobody. The, Adam the that Bull. That was my story. Adam the Bull is Willy Wonka. And <laughs> then six months later, I tried to break another story, and I was wrong. I said Monte Ball was going to sign with the Browns. I was wrong about that. But I admitted I was wrong. I got a bad, I had a bad source on that. You're wrong. Already. And I've never tried to break news since then. I'm it, like, all right, it, let it go. it's okay. Oh, we, all right. we hear stuff all the time. If we shared everything, like if it, I, if I meet guys, I really no. trust. I may tell them some things off the record, but like this, a lot of things we learn that we can't say and, and, and Brad will learn that and good for him. It'll mess. And, it'll, uh, if, we, right. if we told y'all it would mess your whole oh procession of life up. You wouldn't like football. You wouldn't like sports no, no. more. We tell you. Hey, things. hell, it messed me up for a little bit. No, that's why. Yeah, that's why I got some bad stuff. Like and just the just the uh, uh, Johnny Manziel no, stories alone. Working hard. I, I could write a book <laughs> on things I've heard about Johnny Manziel. Oh man. It's All right, uh, Mikey, go ahead. Yeah, we're gonna swivel it over to some Cavs Knicks playoff yeah. preview oh, and a little draft yeah, here in a sec. But that go. whole first segment was brought mm. to us by PCC Air Force because it essentially was, and by the literal definition of it what the internet was saying. If you're it looking was. for a job with career advancement and great benefits, we'll check out PCC Airfoils then. They are the leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in East Lake Mentor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and signing bonuses. You can apply online at precast.com slash career to learn more. Bull, would you like to set up this draft and how do we want to determine the draft? All right, guys. So, as we said earlier, Cavs in the playoffs for the first time since LeBron left and for the first time in 25 years without LeBron. And I think, G, I think it was you that said this recently. It's like it's the first time going into the playoffs in a very long time where it's not championship or bust, right? With LeBron, yeah. even when he was young, it felt like mm -hmm. if you don't win, it's a disappointment. Uh, I think <clears> – <throat> I, I, but before we get to the draft, I don't know. I, and I feel like if they win this series, everything else is gravy to me. I don't know. How, do you guys agree with that? Well, I, I agree that yeah. this is the next step in evolution. Yeah. You, you know, there's a team that has not been in the playoffs since LeBron. Left. Right. A lot of these young players have never seen or smelled the playoffs. Uh, the first step is to get one under your belt. That's winning series. Not just yeah. you, you got a first. The first is that you actually made the playoffs. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now the next uh, evolution is to win a series. That's right. right. And then anything from there, Bull. It's great, right? Right. right you, I now. mean, we can't. It, it, nobody. If they lose, as, I mean, I guess if they got humiliated, but basically, if they lose to Milwaukee, we, I, I'm not going to kill the Cavs. Look, I mean, look, they're supposed to lose to Milwaukee. Here, here's the way it usually works. This is yeah. just, this is exactly the way it worked for me. I got a divorce. I was looking for my first date. <laughs> <laughs> I got that first at the same time. Like yeah, same time, yeah. Close, it was close. close, real close. Like it, when I when it, when the paper when it, when it was like, oh, this not going to work. Oh, I was like. I go. I was excited. I said, "I'm 30 something years old, and I get to go out and date whoever I want." <laughs> I didn't realize that the game was that tough out here. So then you had the first date, right? Like you, you got somebody to say they went on a date with you, right? Yeah. So when you get to, so you, when you get to that date, what you happened? be like, "Oh man, what this happened? is great, man. This yeah. is you know what? Listen, I'm." And then you go back and you tell yourself, "Who winning? I'm yeah. winning this one. I'm up. I'm up five. I'm yeah. the one with all the stuff." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm tall." I'm dark. I'm handsome. Yeah, I'm winning this one. I should win this relationship. This this situation. <laughs> so you win. You get something on the board. You get something on the board. You're like, yeah, I'm on the board. Then you, you you bat over your head. You may get a second date with somebody else, but now they winning. They got a job. <laughs> They car look a little different. <clears throat> they look like they've been working out more than you. <clears throat> mm. And they use all the right words. And when you go, they go to a hot restaurant and you don't went up top. You all over at Blue Point Grill. You you are you spending all your little cake. And then she hits you with the. Mm. You got a couple of years, young pup. Holler at me when you get you some checks mm. up underneath your belt. <laughs> <laughs> and you like and at that point, 
you fine because yeah. all you wanted to work. Listen, she she decided to go out on a date with me. It really ain't no L like that. That's the Cavs. You got a Knicks is team. Is that a gentleman's L? That's a gentleman's L. <laughs> That's a gentleman. You listen. Yeah. She she let you she laid you down softly. Yeah. She could have said no. I'm not going to the she date with you. you. She could have she yeah. could have punted on the whole thing. Mm. But guess what? If you beat the Knicks, you feeling great about yourself. You're back yeah. into the you you are now relevant because now. You get well, the Milwaukee Bucks. These okay. games is all seven games. Yeah, and don't don't have it go six. Don't have it go six. Well, yeah. if, I, if I beat if I beat the Knicks, then I'm now I'm looking to be greedy. Now I'm <laughs> now I'm energized. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm energized. The expectations change as you yeah. go. But don't d- nobody should be crazy about this. Mikey told me he sort of heard some one of the hosts on our, on my old station you still work at the fan, of course, say the Cavs are way better than the Knicks. Give, give me a break. Let me tell you something. No, that's for, crazy. I, 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 I heard that talk and I was like yeah. this here. I, I think the Cavaliers can will win it, but I a four or five matchup. Yeah. is typically one of the better matchups in the first round. Are right? any of us going to be stunned if the Knicks win? This no, because no. it's a four or five be matchup. Disappointed. It's a four or five matchup. Yeah, it's going to be a, yeah. listen because I listen to the New Yorkers, right? Because mm-hmm. I hear the New Yorkers think they, they they like if we lose to Cleveland, yeah. we're going to be disappointed. Right. Yeah, that's no, what, that, yeah, this is exactly what they're right. This is exactly what they're saying up there. It's yeah. a must-win series for both teams. <laughs> like I have friends back from New York that are, feel the same way that my friends from Cleveland do. It's yeah. going to be disappointing if we don't win this series. They're like, the how can we lose? The, the they're like, how can we lose to Cleveland? I know. I think you know, as someone who lived in New York, I'm not a Knicks fan, but. Uh, as someone who lived in New York and has lived in both places, I actually, I don't know if that matters, but I think it's worse if the Cavs lose than the Knicks. And then Stephen A. Smith was on, on NBA um, Live the other yeah. day, right? And this is what he says. He says, because he's an avid Knicks fan. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and he, said, he said, let me tell you something. If the New York Knicks lose to Cleveland and Donovan Mitchell oh, from that is responsible yeah, yeah. for doing us in. Which would probably be the reason. Right. Yeah. It's, it's going to be all holy hell for them in New York. Because, he said that on our show when he came on. That's true. He That's said, true. this is what's going on. He said, yeah. this this cannot happen. Yeah, right? from I, that angle, yes, I get it. I don't know. This is the very, this is the most interesting thing. I've seen it happen before. I've watched Paul George turn into Paul George on the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen guys in the playoffs I've seen Brunson turn into that guy yeah, yeah. last year. Well, Brunson, that dude. Brunson came in here two weeks ago like and you laid, it, laid it down. So so my thing is, I have no clue what to expect from anybody other than Donovan Mitchell. Not not one. No. I don't. I just don't. Like, I don't know if Mobley is going to, like, where, what is he going to do? I don't know if Darius Garland is going to yeah. be. Are these guys going to be timid? I, 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 the game to have, the game that's going to be the game of games, it's going to be game one because now you're going to see because New York, if they're smart, going to try to punch you in the mouth yeah. and get you right. Yeah. So will we be ready for the punch and and won't they go into it? I mean, there's just so much you could do and I, I will get to the draft in a second. But if I'm the Knicks and I again, this is easier said than done. But if I'm Thibodeau oh, all week, I'm saying we just don't let Donovan Mitchell beat us. Force everybody else to take the big shots. I, I re- Again, not may not be possible to do that, but that's got to be the game plan. And Thibodeau's good at that, by the way. Yeah, he's right. One of the better defensive minds in basketball at forcing you into doing something you're not accustomed to doing. Yeah, uh, that that trap. I'm telling you right now. It, listen, they are going to make you them guards give that ball up. They gonna blitz them off that pick and roll. They gonna trap them. They gonna make sure. That's why I'm trying to figure out what Dar- Darius Garland has to be aggressive. He has to be aggressive in yeah, this game. No and, and by the way, I wouldn't be surprised if the Knicks win a game, or a couple games in Cleveland. The Cavs to win this series are going to have to win a game in New York easily, for yeah, sure. At least they gonna have to yeah, win a game in New sure. York. All right, guys. So let's look at at the two teams. If we were combining, if we were combining the Knicks and Cavs to make one roster. We're going to do a, a draft of the top 10 players. All right, we'll go. In which order do you want to do it? So we randomized Anthony and I just a second ago, yeah. made a list randomizer, which we did 10 randomizations between you three. Go ahead. So the official order we're going to go, Yeah. and this is in snake order. Brad, you have first pick. Okay. Full second, G third. Okay, and then so backwards. We, we go one, two, three, then four, five, six, then seven, eight, nine, and then you guys will pick and we the, have the tenth, the tenth player. Okay, <sighs> Brad, start us off. Donovan Mitchell. That's that was that's, pretty that's easy. Very I don't easy. think there's any debate on that. Very easy. All right, now 
For the second spot, I think, you know, there's there's an argument between three or four guys even. Uh, but, you know, it's a tough call. I was, I it was, is. I was thinking a, about Second is the toughest position. I think I'm going to have to go with Julius Randle ultimately because he's the best big man scorer. He's going to make an all-NBA team. Right. I, I thought about Mobley because I want to get my best defensive player, but I, I'm going with I'm going with Randall in the two spot. Uh, Real quick, G, before you go, yeah. does anyone have any serious objections with Randall at two, G or Brad? And if you have objections with any pick, let's hash it out. I, I, I think, think, think Jalen Brunson is, is the number two guy. In I, I, think, I think there's a, there's a couple. <laughs> there's a number twos out here. You got uh, – uh, Randall, you got Garland, you got Mobley, you got Brunson. I yeah. think though all yeah. four of those could be a two. Right, right. I, I don't it's have no pro- I don't have no problem with it, especially if you project that somebody gonna bring a little different uh yeah. a different energy in the mm-hmm. playoffs. See, because I'm not sure what Randall looks like in the playoffs, right? I've yeah. se- right. I've, I've seen him self destruct himself too. True. So. Yeah, but I, yeah, right. I mean, you, but you, we could say it about all these guys outside of Donovan, really. Hey, man, yeah, what? Yeah. Are so you going with the three? You got three and four, G. Uh, oh, this is tough. That ain't tough. Uh, give me um, man. You just said you take Brunson at two. Yeah, I'm gonna take Brunson at three. I'm Don't talking put words in his mouth. I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking about. I'm talking about four. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't need two guards, but. Man, give me uh give and this me. is not creating a team G. This is just ranking the best players. Okay. Oh, this all is right. not so creating a team. This is sorry. ranking your we're best just players. Ranking the, I, I said we're creating a team, but okay. I, this player. is very close. I'm gonna I, this is Darius Garland by a smidge. He's a guard. He's gonna have a Brock in his hands. I'm gonna go by a smidge. He's more approved. Um, he's more accomplished of a player right now at this point. Before you go, Bull, now yeah. we've seen four picks. Mitchell, Garland, Randall, and Brunson, two for each. Would anyone argue Mobley should be over Garland or Brunson in that situation? I could say. T- if we're not creating a team and we're just ranking them. We're just ranking the best players. I mean, I think all four of those guys right now are better than Mobley. Yes. Um, Mobley's certainly better defensively than any of those guys. Yes. But in terms of the of, of his offensive game and, you know, I mean, I was going to say those guys are great passers, but for a big guy, he's a pretty good passer too, yeah. actually, Mobley. But, uh, but, um, and I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm just asking questions. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think Mobley belongs in the conversation, but uh, I, I don't have a problem. I mean, with Garland it. is averaging. I mean, Garland shoot 41 from three. Yeah, uh, he's averaging 21 and about eight assists. Yeah. I mean, he's shooting about 48% from the field. I mean, the dude, and he shoots about top 86, 87, 88% from the free throw line. Right. You got to look at the cat like that. So does that make Mobley your next pick? I think Mobley's the obvious choice at five. He's the next guy on that second level, I think. So I'm going to go at Mobley at five. So that rounds out the first half of our draft. Brad, you're going to have back-to-back picks here. But just to recap, Mitchell went one, Randall two, Brunson three, Garland and Mobley round out the top five of the five best players. We took three Cavs, two Knicks. Brad, you have back-to-back picks, number six and seven here. All right, for six, give me Levert. Ooh, Ooh. Before you go to seven, let G and Bull respond to Levert being number six Ooh, here. so you got, you got Levert over Allen. Yeah, I think he's going to be more critical to what's going on. Man. And R.J. Barrett. Um, and Emmanuel Quickly. Just throwing out names here. Just throwing here, out names. Here's, here's, I mean, them dudes is all right. They not no showstoppers. Here, I mean, here's, you know. here's, here's the reason this is a very interesting one, and I really can't I can't argue with, with Brad on it. I can. Um, here's the thing. Well, come on, Mikey. Let me see you. Look I'll, I'll, I'll let you go first. Yeah, look, give, look, bring look, me your smoke so look, I can look, shoot it down. Look, RJ Barrett <laughs> averaged almost 20 points a game. Levert is a dude that can get 50. Yeah. RJ Barrett can't get 50. Jared Allen can't get 50. And if you're looking at it, if you're trying to build your, your team, you already got a defensive well, guy. Well, we, we're supposed to be – he said rank them based ranking on the best, best to work not player. A team. Not necessarily for the team. For a team. I, I, listen, I would have went with Jared Allen, but I'm not mad at the rationale behind Karis LeVert. When Karis LeVert is on, he on. I, mean, I, he, I personally would put both Barrett and Allen over LeVert. Go ahead, Mikey. What do you, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, I think – if you're going to go with a wing, 
Just looking at traditional stats, Barrett averaged 19.6 points. Lavert averaged we're not, 12. We're not going by position. We're going by player, right? Not no, no, going no, by true. position. I'm That's saying true. traditional stats, but they're both wings. So you have one guy averaging 20, one guy averaging 12. Barrett averaged more rebounds, one less assist. And then you go to their defense. He plays more. Right, three minutes, three minutes Only more, three more thirty-three minutes, minutes to okay, thirty. That's not a lot. That's and then you go down to their defensive win shares and all the advanced metrics, and Barrett right. is essentially all right. Well, dead it's not your pick there, though. So. But we. But guess <laughs> what? Brad was it was Brad's, Brad's pick. pick. That's why he, he gets to he pick gets it. The guy. So Levert, all right, you got one more pick. So my right. next pick is is uh, Allen at that point. That's my six-seven, right? Okay. I got the cat here. Let me be transparent and clear. The Cavaliers, I've got them winning against the Knicks in a, in a close series. In a seven? Mm-hmm. In a close, six to seven, right, series, right? Because neither one of them, because th- this is what you're going to find out, Mikey. When the bright lights of Broadway actually come on, right, you're going to see who's going to melt. You're That's guaranteed right. that somebody's going to melt, yep. right? Yeah. This, uh, is what, this, is this is what's going to live in infamy. Now, yeah. I say it'll be more Knicks players melting than Cavalier players, Let's hope so. right? Yeah. And I think that the separate, the only separator in this entire thing, is forty-five for the Cavaliers. That's the only separator here. Yeah, that's going to carry them over the hump here, right? Yeah, like thankfully he ended up with us and not right. them. Uh, at eight, to me, it's easy. I'm going with R.J. Barrett at eight. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I think he's much better than anybody else still left on the board. So, pretty simple. I don't know. Anybody have a problem with that? No, I don't. I do not. Gee, you have oh. picked nine. So they didn't got everybody off the Cavs is off the board. Who the, who who the last two starters for the Knicks? Quigley and I mean I was sorry, but you got um who's in there? You Quigley. got Josh Hart. Give me Emmanuel jo- Quickly, no, no, Quentin no, Grimes, Mitchell Robinson. No, 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 no. no give that me, Josh Hart, Hart. Not, Josh Hart. That Josh Hart is not to be diminished. No, 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 no. He 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 he's hitting jumpers. He's hard nosed. He can yep. defend. He's been in the playoffs. Yeah. Yep. That's actually to be truthful. He could move that's up. That's a dude. He that, could bump up. That's a dude that you look back if the Cavs lose a series and be like, well, we, we I mean, we was doing cool. cool, but Josh Hart killed us. Mike, do I have this correct? Is he shooting 52% from three since? Yeah, but he only the takes X? one and a half per game. He doesn't shoot threes. Really. Okay. But he would be the perfect fit in Cleveland if they're able to give him a deadline. He would have been in a an ideal addition. Yeah, he gonna be. Uh, give me yeah. him. He would have been a nice yeah. ad for the so, guy. So he was a nice ad for them. So I will tell you who's not gonna melt under the the, the lights of Broadway. Josh Hart's okay. not gonna melt. Won a championship at Nova. Not He's gonna no do No stranger it. to not the, uh, melt. the big stage. Mm-mm. Will not so, melt. So Josh Hart goes in at nine. So are you guys taking quickly at that? We are taking Emmanuel quickly, the sixth man of the year favorite in the NBA. Averages 15, four, and four off the bench. Also a steal and a half. And with that, we are split 5-5 five, five yeah. down the middle. Let me ask you this. If, if, if Brad had not taken Levert and those other four guys had gone 5-9, through nine, would you have taken Levert at 10 or would you have taken somebody else? I, I would have taken Levert. However, I do think you can make arguments for a couple other guys. I lean towards Levert because he's actually had a little bit of playoff right. experience and what you guys alluded to, he can go off for 50 at any point and he may or may not be a swing guy in one of these games. But you look at the numbers, a guy like Quentin Grimes for the Knicks is shooting 39% from three on six three-point attempts per game, averages 12 points per game, right in the same line as Levert, different stylistic players. Uh, if you're going to go with Mitchell Robinson, 10, uh, 10 rebounds, two and a half blocks per game. Not bad. He could be a difference maker. Yeah. And then I also think, as we talked with Jason yesterday, Danny Green's going to play a role in this playoff series. Like I know it sounds crazy. I wouldn't put him on the top 10 best players on this list. Yeah. But if we're going top 10 most important, I think Danny Green really does have a role in that. Man, list. I'm going to tell you what, man. It, it, it might, it's going to come down. <laughs> it's going to come down to coaching too, man. The, you know, I keep going back to this. Ty Lu. Ty Lu was able to pull so many strings in those playoff runs, even when the Cavs did not have the best roster. 
they they would say, okay, just figuring out how like and even even the philosophy. Like they figure we can't out we can't out small ball these dudes, right? So what we need to happen is we tell LeBron and, and, and Kyrie we need forty apiece. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. and usually when you telling them we're gonna play ISO ball, you're dead. But he said no in game six. Uh, I, I, actually, this happened to be, I think it was game five out in Golden State. It was an elimination game before they even got back to the house. He said, we need one win, one in game at a time. I need 40 apiece from y'all. Everybody else, move out the way. Uh-uh. And, and just, they're going to be out of bounds plays. There's going to be some different things. And his rotation is going to be key. Because somebody, so, like, 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 like OG says, somebody going to melt. And if you catch a melt, more than one guy, <laughs> if you see that popsicle sitting on that schoolyard bench and it's 85, yeah. you better get that popsicle out of here because guess what? It will melt. They need to be having guys ready and I'm and, and, and ready to go with veterans too. Yeah. Right. Speaking of LeBron, you, you mentioned LeBron. They're playing tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody think there's any chance the Lakers lose to Minnesota? No. Wait, Minnesota. Not, not only are they playing Minnesota, but Rudy Gobert suspended yes. for punching Kyle Anderson. Jada McDaniels is out for punching a wall and breaking his hand. Yep. Lakers are healthy, right? And the Lakers are healthy in Los Angeles. They're an eight so, and a half point So, favorite. Mikey, who suspended him? Was that the Timberwolves or was that the league? The no, Timberwolves, Timberwolves suspended Gobert. Uh, it was Adrian Wojnarowski's weirdest tweet ever. Uh, I'm not going to say the words explicitly, but take the other one, Anthony. Show the actual He called him a female dog, and he didn't like that. Yeah. yeah no. Steve, you can take it full. This is the punch that got Gobert suspended. They were arguing in a huddle, him and Kyle Anderson. Anderson said, grab a rebound, you B-word. And, uh, yeah, that happened. And now and, Gobert's uh, suspended. And listen, you should, he shouldn't have called his teammate that. So, first of all. But it's not reasonable to punch him. Well, at, well first, Gobert said, you need to grab. Well, you, uh, no, he said, he, <laughs> Anderson he said, you said why don't you some block some. Why, he, Anderson said, why don't you block some shots? <laughs> Man, let me tell you something. <laughs> he said, why don't you get a rebound? Let me, let me tell you something. <laughs> so, all of us, the weakest ever, right? Because it happens all the time, yeah. right? So it's not like the first time ever in the history of the league that teammates had a little mini little altercation, right? right? Mm-hmm. And it usually comes back together. I think uh, um, the guard from uh, Ohio State, um, what's his name? Um, that's at Minnesota now. Um, D'Angelo came, Russell? No, yeah. came from Utah. Um, oh, Conley. Uh, yeah, Conley. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. Mike. Conley, Mike, yeah. my bad. <laughs> I threw a, a, a blank. So Mike says after the game, he said, man, we just we're grown men. This is man. This right. ain't nothing. This is it's nothing, right? And I'm saying to myself, you if, wait, hold on, Brady. Are you saying the talks nothing or the punch is nothing or I'm, both? I'm saying both. I mean, okay. it happens. Yeah, it happens. It just happens, right? And it just happened on TV in front of people. Yeah, but it happens. Mm-hmm. So people act like, oh, this is the worst thing ever. I like, let me tell you something. You ain't seen the worst thing ever. Yeah, that's silly. Right? I, I mean, it ain't. Gobert's be- been a big disappointment there. Yeah, he has not played true, well. Which is true. Yeah. I can't believe that Minnesota. Well, I can't believe Minnesota because Minnesota throws gasoline on itself all the time. Yeah. You, you've been a, you've oh, been, I played there, two, out, two, been there. Two, two tours. <laughs> yeah. Right? All the time. I'm like, I'm not suspending Gobert for this when I got a chance to. Because the Lakers can be taken down. Yes, they can be yeah. taken down. Right, and I said here. So now I'm going. I'm going. De- de- I'm going to lessen my ability to do that now. Hey, 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 I, I look. I at can it. deal with Gobert after the season. Right. Why? Well, I don't understand why they would self-suspend in that case. And, and, he and just, sometimes his it's teammates didn't want him to play. Hey, hey look, that bro. Possible? Hey, listen. And my thing is, listen. Or you could just let him shoot the fair one. Shoot the fade. Like, look, listen. <laughs> like you hit me out look, here. I'm. I, listen. That pu- here. That punch there wasn't worse than. To Draymond Green. Oh, no, listen. No, listen. Dude. Yeah. He, he didn't get no suspension. Now, hold on, hold on. Draymond, right. Draymond, I might be waiting on him. I might invite him and his family out to a nice dinner and sleep him right at the table <laughs> yeah. at Olive Garden. You going to ambush him? I'm ambushing him at Olive Garden. He's going to be right in the face down and play the linguini. Like, he'd be like, what happened? You going to hit me in front of my wife? Yeah, I sure did. You thought I forgot. So, I told so, you I was going to hit you. So, Bull, I can't understand this. Yeah. So... That was worse than Draymond's. Hey, it was horrible. No, no, it's not. I don't understand. It's not a big deal. He yeah. shouldn't. Have, I don't know why the Timberwolves suspended him, but he's had a bad year. I don't know. Real quick, we got Pete Prisco. Ten seconds or less. Atlanta at Miami tonight. Heat favored by four and a half. Who you got in that game? Oh, I got Miami. Miami. Yeah, I'm not betting against Bolster in a, in a one game playoff. And that that, he, that Hawk team is uh, they're terrible. <laughs> Go ahead, Mikey. 
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.